What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the hardworking happy hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. You think we should change that up at all, our intro? It's been the same for a no, long time. I, don't, I've, I like the continuity of it, but I do think okay. we need to add a song. We've been talking about it for so long. I think we need to add a song. And what were we just talking about the other day? Starting a band. We write our own song. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's actually, you know, one of the things that I've kind of always been jealous of. People that get to create jingles. I've, I've heard that there's like a lot of money in it. Oh, like it's hard to land to them, but if you oh, can, yeah. it's like really good money. You got to be good. Oh, definitely. You got to be really good. One that like really sticks in your head, yeah. you know, like yeah. that Empire Carpet one. I'm not sure if that's a worldwide nationwide <laughs> thing. So people might not get the reference, but do you want to, do you want to sing it for us? Give us a little, um, give us a little taste of that one. I'm really on the spot right now and I kind of forget exactly <laughs> how it goes, but, uh, moral of the story. We need a jingle. <laughs> okay. We need a jingle. Okay. Uh, well onward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll put that on the list for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. What are we getting into this week? We're getting into a, just a, just a very, very hot topic because <laughs> it's spring. It is spring. Spring has sprung. Spring has sprung and we've all heard of spring cleaning. Yep. What does that mean? Cleaning out your house, cleaning out your Oh, you gotta open the windows. Oh yeah. Get open the, those windows, open oh, those sashes, my. clean those screens. Oh Take my the God. storm windows out and put the screens up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> my, my mom was like the worst with that. She's like so, so adamant that like it's always stuffy. I'm like, just keep the windows closed. Like, it's just stuffy. Yeah. It's fine. That was just an impression of my my mother. She doesn't really actually have that much of a fill. No, not accent, at all. But she, that's what it would be like. Yeah. All right, Holland, let's go. She doesn't talk like that at all. Not even close. <laughs> no, she has like such a dainty, nice little voice. Yeah. But uh, anyway, wow, we're getting sidetracked already. But anyway, spring cleaning <laughs> of the mind, body, and business and soul, I guess. Yeah. Yes. This is something that we... We talked about the other day. Yeah. You said, I feel like I need a spring cleaning of everything. Yeah. I just need a, a mental reset. Uh, I'm feeling pretty foggy and like just there's, I feel like there's a lot of mental clutter right now for some reason. And I yes. just need to break free of that. Break free of that. I need to yeah. just clean out this clutter in my brain, in my house, in my car, in the MCC, most importantly. Yeah. Big time clutter right now in there. <laughs> in the business. So I thought this would be a nice thing to talk about. Yeah, you first mentioned it, and I was like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. That doesn't yeah. even make any sense. And then I was like, you know what? That actually sounds exactly like what I need <laughs> right now. I need a mental reset. I need, yeah. you just need like that that little bit of a end point to something where you you prepare for the next phase. Yeah. And the last couple of years, we've been working straight through the winter. So there hasn't been like that week or two weeks or month where you can stop shut down and like just do all those little things to set you up for success and it's a lot of little things oh definitely yeah. it's a lot of little things both external internal the whole nine absolutely so uh we're gonna talk a little bit about that mm -hmm. we're gonna maybe touch on a little bit of uh 75 hard? <laughs> yeah, and maybe some running goals updates. Maybe some running goal <laughs> updates as it is the last day of the month. Yes. And uh, I also wanted to dive back in on the power of saying no. Okay. Ooh, uh, it's been on my mind lately. Talk. Okay. I didn't mention that. I no, didn't mention didn't. that as a topic, but it is something that I want to talk about. Okay. So 
I will, with your permission. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into these goals first, though. So how's your, uh, okay. how's your running goal going? It's March 31st as we are recording it is, this. It is. As the crow flies, it is <laughs> March 31st. Uh, what was your, let's start off with what was your goal? For January, 50 miles. February, February. 55 miles. Nailed both of those, right? What is it, March? Yeah, March, <laughs> 60 miles. Okay. It's March 31st. Yeah. It's currently 2.54 p.m. Right. I have 11 miles to go. <laughs> <laughs> I have 11 miles to go. Okay. And Your own personal almost half marathon? My own personal almost half marathon. And I'm going to do it tonight. I'm going to do it tonight. And almost. you just have like, like after this, you're just free. You're not doing anything that might prevent you. I'm going you. out to dinner. Uh, <laughs> I have a dinner date. Uh, scheduled for tonight okay. at six forty-five, so figure I'll be home by eight thirty. I can maybe get out out on the road by nine. Okay. So we're talking probably like a nine to nine to almost eleven. Okay. Situation. Are you gonna be? What if it like goes a little bit late? Are you gonna be? What if it's like eleven fifty-eight? You're about to cross that finish line. You're you're sprinting. That's kind of what I have in my mind. Like that's what I'm envisioning. You're just bushed. You're so tired. You're, you're just, what? Bushed? Yeah. What is that? You're tired. Like gassed? Yeah. You're gassed. You're bushed? Yeah, you never heard that? Never heard that, no. no. Okay. That sounds like an Alabama thing. It could be. Probably. Could definitely be. Okay. Uh, yeah, and, and what? And I don't hit 11 miles by... Well, like, what if you like hit that... one. Yeah. I'm going to count it. Yeah, I'm not... <laughs> I'm going to count it. <laughs> okay. I'll say, how about this? If the run starts before midnight, I'm counting it. Okay. Fair. And you know what? Worst case scenario, I don't do it. I'm going to get right back on the horse and I'm going to I'm gonna attack April's goal. That's a great outlook, Sean. Thank you so much. But I'm not going to need to because <laughs> I'm going to hit it. I think one of the things that went wrong for me this month was uh, I, 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 I did too many big runs. I was going to say, you went out, You came out pretty hot, right? You, you've already done like... I did a 12-miler. Yeah. And then the very next week, I did a half marathon, 13.1. Yeah. And uh, I was way ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. I was on pace to do like 110 miles, <laughs> like the first week of the month. And uh, then it, that, that, that slowed me up a little bit. Yeah. So I got I to gotta pace it out a little bit more, make it more of a daily kind of thing maybe at least four or five runs a week yeah maybe just sprinkling you know some of those long runs but i was just like i was going all out on the long runs and i think it took its toll on me a little bit mm-hmm. you know it took me a couple of days to really get my legs under me again so yeah that will be adjusted for a good lesson in pacing exactly I think that's, I think yeah that's what the what the outcome is here a good lesson in pacing yes yeah. my pacing on the runs great right but the monthly log of miles came out too hot. Came, came out, out too hot. Too hot. And that's like the first rule of running. Don't, Don't come, come out, out too hot. hot. Yeah. It's <laughs> exactly what I did. So, uh, well, great job. I believe in you. Thank you so much. What about your book goal? Where's that at? My book goal. I'm doing pretty good. So yeah. I am, uh, I'm a little bit behind schedule, I guess on that right now. I think I'm on book nine or 10. So, uh, I've read some really good ones. Uh, I think the last one that, we talked about was Endure by Cam Haynes, mm-hmm. which uh, I finished that one right around when I was doing all the long runs. So gotcha. uh, that's about like 
all type of endurance stuff. So maybe that had me hyped up. Next book I read, uh, The Ride of a Lifetime. It's about the CEO of Disney. Okay. Really interesting. What's that guy's name? Robert Iger. Iger, that's it. Yeah. So it's really interesting because he is the CEO of Disney, which you think of as like the ultimate creative, imaginative company. But he actually comes from more of a like management background. His first venture into entertainment was he was rising the ranks in ABC and he became head of entertainment for all of ABC and he had like no entertainment experience. So it was really interesting to see what his mindset was on fostering creativity from a non-creative person. Hmm. So like that balance of being creative, pushing the limits and encouraging people to do so, but also having to balance the fiscal responsibilities and the investors and the the chair. What do they call that? The chair, the board, the board, the board, yeah. the board, the board, the board, the board. Yeah. Having to balance That's- all those things out. It was that was really interesting. So I read that one. And now uh, now I'm actually reading a book about Pixar, the yeah. founding of Pixar. Uh, and it's called Creativity Inc., so I'm going to look a little bit of a creativity yeah. uh, spree right now. So that one's pretty good as well. Okay. So check that out. Uh, what do you got going on? 75 That's hard. 75 hard. Sounds hard. Have we talked <laughs> about it at all? <laughs> I don't know. I'd love to talk about it though. Yeah, go ahead. Why don't, um, you, why don't you give us an update? Yeah. Uh, still doing it. Day 55. Had that minor water slip up. Water sucks. I hate it now. It's ruining my life. Um, when I do this again, which I'm already committed to doing this again in the fall, and I'm going to do it again, but I'm not going to do the water part. I'm, okay. I do not think that my body is meant to hand. I'm going to see it out because I've already done it this far. I might as well just see it out. But I do yeah. not think that it is like. And then I've gotten to, into this thing of like, it was making me feel so sick that I was like feeling sick at work. Yeah. And so now I just like back end it and I just do it all when I get home. And then I'm just like chugging mostly. Like I drink a little bit in the morning and then I like chug when I get home. And then it makes me just like feel really ill before I go to bed and then I'm up peeing all night. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm done with the water thing next time. I'm going to do it this time, but yeah, you it's only have dumb. More days. And really this guy, Andy Frisella, who came up with it, he's not a doctor. He can't tell me how much water my body is meant to consume. And if you look right. at like a 300 pound dude, who's also doing this, like you're going to tell me that we need the same amount of water. I understand that it's like a challenge and you're supposed to push yourself, but yeah, that just seems it's dumb. like a stupid part of a challenge. Like, Drink a gallon of water. I mean, I think half gallon, half gallon seems good. Yeah. And maybe in the summer, maybe it's in the middle of summer, you're sweating all right. day. Yes. Maybe then. For sure. Gallon, perfectly fine. Yeah. But Especially like we're outside all day. I'll probably drink a gallon of water because yeah. we are outside and we're sweating all day. But on the regular, it's just unnecessary. And I don't mind, like I'll, maybe I'll commit to like three quarters of a gallon of water or something. Yeah. So I'm like still holding myself accountable for an amount, but... It's yeah. just ridiculous. I it's think it's ridiculous. I think it's also ridiculous. I think uh, I think you're doing a great job on everything else. Thank you. I think two two workouts a day is is pretty impressive and yeah, really for the time commitment because we were in it Providence, is. Rhode Island, uh, for JLC Live last week. Mm-hmm. That's where we did the episode with Kevin. Yes, Choquette. Yep. And uh, what was it? Three days, I guess. You got the workouts in. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, and that's why like. I feel like the workouts have kind of become like easy at this point when I'm like in my daily routine. I just yeah. know that every night I wake up in the morning before work, I work out 
I come home and I go for a walk or a run or whatever. Yeah. But that is when I feel like thrown off for like when we were at JLC. And the first day we were driving for most of the day. Like we drove. Yeah. You got up at 3 a.m. Yeah. I got up at 3 a.m. We drove to Massachusetts. Yeah. Then we drove from one show to another show. So that was like hard to fit it in. But you did it. I think it's been great. Yeah. Good job. And I definitely think I'm going to keep doing a lot of these things beyond this. So yeah, I do think that it's good, but. But you're definitely it is gonna... interesting to like now that I'm I'm on day 55 of 75, so I only have 20 days left, and yeah. I feel like I'm kind of like like doing well because I am in some sort of challenge. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what what's next? What challenge is next? What do I do after this? I'm gonna have to do something. Yeah, are you gonna have to do something more extreme, or you're just just something? I think just something, just yeah. something to hold myself accountable. I think a good thing would be eating an adequate amount of food because right now uh, I think you're not. Uh, Potentially. Yeah. yeah. You're working out twice a day. Uh, yesterday we were doing concrete work uh, yeah. and like all you're having is like one soup for lunch. It's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah. And then you said, yeah, I'm supposed to eat 1200 calories a day. I don't think that's the case when you work out twice a day. You might be right about that. I but it, like, right. I, I don't know that much about dieting. I just kind of know like this I've tried to switch my mindset of like, is this fuel for my body or is this for fun? And I'm trying to think like, okay, when I'm eating something and like after we did all that concrete work, I was like lightheaded. So I was like, I need fuel. Like my body needs some sort of fuel. Um, But I've never known anything about like calorie counting or like macro counting. I don't know anything about that. So I don't know. I've always just heard you're supposed to have 1200, 1200 calories a day. Isn't that right? No, I think it's more than that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's different for different people, I guess. I'm also not a doctor, believe it or not. So uh, I'm not, not, uh, not, not technically, but a little bit, I guess. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, eh, maybe consult somebody next time. 75 hard. (laughs) Maybe, maybe you consult a doctor or a nutritionist (laughs) and say, how many calories do you think I should be having? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I wasn't really paying attention to it. And yesterday we, we did count them. So I was like, oh. That's not enough. This, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. This doesn't yep. feel right. Yeah. So, but overall going great. Overall still going great. Yeah. Good job. Really excited. Very about proud it. of you. Yeah. Thank you. And I will say I felt so guilty about the, the day that I did slip up with the water. And yes. The migraine water situation. Yep. Um, and every single person that I talked to has been like, no, just keep going. Don't yeah. Be dumb. That's, that's ridiculous. That's, that's so I felt really guilty about it, but you feel as fine. A whole people have made me feel better about it. So yeah. I think if you skip like a workout or something, I think then you start over because it's like that is, I still think it's kind of stupid, like two workouts a day. Like, that's eh, kind of, re- but that's part yeah. of the challenge. Right. The water thing though, like, come on. You still worked out twice that day. Amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing. Be proud of yourself. Thank you. Thank okay. You, thank you. All right. Uh, do you want to continue? Do you have more to talk about? No. And what I'm going to stop complaining about, the, that will be the last time I complain about the water situation. <laughs> you promise? I promise. Even at I'm work? annoying myself now about okay. it. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Even at work. Yeah, I'll stop okay. talking. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's get into some of this spring cleaning of the mind, body, and soul. Uh, yes. This was your idea. I'm kind of following your lead on what I need to do mm-hmm. to clean out my mind, body, soul, and business. Yes. And uh, I feel like if you really nail this down into like a like a, a concise framework, it's got the workings of like kind of cultish. You could be like a cult leader. Like I have the prescription for your spring cleaning, mind, body, soul, and business. Nothing would make me happier than to become a cult leader. I think that that would be so fun. I think it could be cool. Everyone (laughs) could wear bright 
beanies like that. Yeah. That could I be love like a your thing. Beanie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I'm really excited about it. All right. Um, and I've broken it into two categories because I think that both benefit the other and, you know, our personal lives are so entwined into our professional lives. So it's true. I think that everything just needs to be cleared out so they can both complement each other. So on like the personal end, I have like obviously cleaning my house, cleaning out my car. Um, I don't know if this is true or not, but at some point someone said that Aaron Rodgers did like a, like a week long <laughs> sensory deprivation where he just like goes into a room. I think Tom said that the other, I'm not <clears throat> sure what the, I mean, I feel like the timeline's inaccurate. Like a, mm. a week of sensory deprivation seems like a recipe for psychosis. Yeah. Uh, I did absolutely no, like no research into what he, what he did, but I liked the idea of it. So yeah. I thought maybe like a sep- sensory deprivation tank, one of those, like, I think you're just floating in salt water. That's yeah. For like an hour. Yep. And it's dark maybe, or maybe like. I think there's different, there's different zones of it. So you can do like in an open room where it's more of like a small pool, you know, and there might mm. be like some very dim light possibly. Okay. Uh, and then there's also like those sensory deprivation, deprivation, like pods. Yeah. Like where you're like in it, it's completely dark, yeah. uh, almost soundproof. Uh, I yeah. Feel I like, think it is soundproof. I think that's like part of it. Yeah. It's de- depriving you of all of your sensories. Sensories. Right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like that would be a fun little experiment to just kind of clear all the gook out. Just take some time to just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the real but deep cleaning that, of yeah. the yeah. Okay. Now that you're saying pod, though, I feel like you would just be like bouncing off side to side. So maybe like the small pool might be more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what the size of these things are, or like how stationary you are. Are are you just like kind of floating around like you're on a pool float and you're kind of meandering? That's or what I kind of imagine. Are you kind of stationary because the water is like heavy? It's like thick water. Yeah, and I, don't I guess know. there's no wind to kind of like push you around. That no, so maybe yeah, no you are current. just stationary. Maybe. Um. Let's see what I what else I put on my list because. Well, sorry. Do you have something else? No, I was you just like going to say that uh, I was going to yawn. And uh, I was also going to say that those seem very uh, interesting. Yeah. I've always wanted to do like one of those sensory deprivation rooms. I think the the biggest thing is the sound dampening. Mm-hmm. So it's not like completely soundproof because they made like the quietest room in the world. And it's yeah. like it absorbs like literally every tiniest little sound wave mm-hmm. and it will make you go insane in like five minutes yeah because like, i heard you can like hear the blood flowing in yeah. your ears or something it's so quiet yeah you can hear it like flowing through your whole body it's insane so uh That's crazy. that seems kind of scary but right. i think just in a uh in like a dark dark pod i think that would be good for me because i'm so easily distracted yeah and i think it would uh it would just bring attention to my thoughts not that not that my thoughts would get any quieter, but I think it would bring more attention to what I am thinking. So maybe I could kind of squash them down a little bit. Yeah. You know, really squash yeah, think, those thoughts. I think it's good to just, I mean, I love a, I love weird stuff like that. And I love trying new things and just trying yeah. new experiences. And I think that that could be one of those things that I don't think that I'm going to become a person that does it like weekly as they want you to sign up for on these websites. Of course. But. <laughs> yeah. I think you could probably make one at your house pretty, pretty easily. Yeah, I guess so. Can you fit inside of like a 55-gallon drum? Probably not. You might need to do two of them together. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I think... You could probably... Sure. If, you, if you like it, People I think... People do those I think, like um, stock tank pools. Just yeah. turn that into one. That's true. 
Oh yeah, that would be that'd be pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. It could go um, in your dark basement next to the hot tub. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Or I can just turn the hot tub into one <gasps> during the summer when I don't want to be in a hot tub. True. Good point. <laughs> so All right. great options. Yeah, we got lots um, of options there. So what else we yeah. got? Uh, so what else we got? On the personal side, I, I, as I assume many people do, kind of have their finances on autopilot. I don't really think about them that often because things just come in. Everybody goes into my bank account and just pulls the whatever they need out of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't really like looking at it that often. And which makes me think of like in the olden days when people used to like really go in and balance their checkbooks. Yeah. And I don't do that. So that is definitely one of the things that I'm going to do. And um, I'll try to go in and, you know, my cable bill is like outrageously expensive for some reason. Mm-hmm. And every month I look at it, I'm like, why? Why are you so much? I watch 90 Day Fiance and Pat watches sports. Like, why are we spending so much yeah. money on this? Um, so I'd like to go in and kind of negotiate those things. Um, and then also a workout plan. Even though I work out every single day. Yeah. I don't feel like I have any structure around it and I'd really like to potentially join a gym and come up with like a real plan for myself. Yeah. So those are the personal things. Okay. Do you have any personal things you want to work on? Uh, I think one of the things I want to do is get back into a regular meditation practice. Mm. Uh, I don't know if, I don't know if we've talked about this, but uh, I tend to have a lot of mental chatter. Yes. Mental chatter goes on a lot, which can be can be distracting. Yeah. Can be distracting. Leads to a bit of a foggy, foggy brain situation. Sure. Uh, so I would like to get back into a regular meditation practice. Uh, it's just, it's so, I find the benefit of it like really profound when I get into a serious uh, commitment to it. Like mm-hmm. after a couple of weeks, it's like, Oh my God, this is like, I feel so much better. But as soon as you stop, it's so easy to like disconnect from that feeling you had of yeah. like after like three days, you're just like, ah, I don't really need to do that. And it's, it's so easy to just stop doing it. So right. it's been a couple months since I've uh, done any meditation. So I want to get back into that. And, uh, that's my number one thing for right now. I want to continue with the running. I feel like I've been doing pretty good with that. But also, I guess the, the only other thing is I want to uh, keep more track of my diet. Okay. What I'm eating. So uh, I feel like I've been doing pretty good just like making a little bit healthier choices. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm still uh, maybe eating too much. Okay. And I'd like to lose like 10 pounds so I can run like run like the wind. Like a gazelle. Those are great. Thank you so much. Um, that. I don't mean to poo-poo on them, but that's more that's like more goal setting than than spring cleaning of the mind, body, and soul. So I feel oh, like the okay. spring cleaning action of those two things is to figure out how they're going to fit into your life. Oh, okay. You know, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. So this is... Because, so okay, that... I, just spring, spring cleaning. cleaning. <laughs> it needs to like fit into one day. Not one day. A weekend. Just like... A few yeah, days. This is okay. like just a reset of the mind, body, and soul and business. Yes, all so right. just maybe like consciously sit down and think about how those things are going to fit into your day. All right, well, I already did the one thing, <laughs> the me, diet thing. Forward. My fitness pal. Oh, Got yeah. the premium version so I can even scan things. That's great. Yeah. Scan things so I can keep track of uh, of what I'm eating. Amazing. Because uh, you can really go, you can, you can go pretty crazy with the uh, Costco snacks. Yeah. Oh, when you have like we've all fallen into that trap. 40 of a uh, nice tasty snack in your basement <laughs> and it's like uh yeah this is like a, you know a granola biscuit thing yeah 
doesn't say cookie on it. It tastes <laughs> like a cookie. It's very easy to it's, eat yeah. many of those. Uh, mm-hmm. So just the fact of like you have to put it in there if you... Uh, so yesterday I had one. Had one and a protein shake. I had one <laughs> of those. Good. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I was within my calories. So Amazing. normally I would be like, I might as well have like six more of these because they're so good. But I didn't. Congratulations on that. Thank you so much. And it sounds like you've already jump-started your spring cleaning of your mind, that body, and business. So check. Great job yeah. on that. Now I just need to figure out a meditation plan. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, I'll do it in the morning. Okay. There you go. Done. Check that off the list. Okay. Done. Okay. All right. Well, um, you're really slacking on your spring cleaning. I know. I, I have so I'm much. I'm pretty much done. I have so much. All right. So and what? that was just personal. So now we got to get okay. professional. Okay. Uh, so... We have three people working in a van. It's, it's getting it's getting a little tight. It's getting a little tight. <laughs> Sean doesn't even have a chair. I don't even have a chair. It's like <laughs> so. The first spring cleaning uh, item is to clean the van, but also get Sean a chair. That's part yes, of the cleaning of the yes, van. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Sean sits kind of like behind slash next to me. Yeah, but because of the no chair situation, it just leads to him looking over my shoulder. Not really. No, more like under your shoulder because I'm like, I'm sitting on the crowd. I'm sitting on a poof, which when I first started sitting on it, had a, a decent bit of structural integrity to it. Now yeah. it is just completely Slack. flat. Yeah. And uh, I'm basically sitting on the floor. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to get up. I have to hold yeah. on to the desk to pull myself <laughs> up. Uh, my leg falls asleep. It's really not conducive for work. So yeah. I need to get a chair. Yeah. It's been a, and since it's been a couple sit months kind of this now. Yeah. Yeah. It's since not you sit good. facing me, it just leads to both of us distracting each other. Yeah. Um, so, no good. Yeah. So part of the spring cleaning, we're going to clean out the van. We're going to deep clean all of our junk drawers and really come up with good organization and storage because now there are three people working in there with three people's stuff. And I have to move that van every day. So everything needs to like go into some safe space before yeah. I drive the van. And that just has led to a bit of chaos. So yeah, yeah. I will feel so much better when that thing is clean mm-hmm. and you get a chair. I need a chair. Yeah. Chair. I need. Yeah. I need to get a chair. <laughs> I definitely need a chair. Uh, how can you work without a chair? You need a chair. You need a chair. You need a chair. It's, the it's, poof is. It's it been to, ridiculous for a long time and, and it's coming to an end. It needs to go poof. Goodbye. <laughs> Good it one. needs yeah. to disappear. Good one. Um, I guess we are going to have to get rid of it because now it's not going to fit. Now it's not going to fit. We'll bring it into the shop. It'll be a shop poof. <laughs> it's like a cloth thing. I feel it'll like get it's so get, dirty. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll get disgusting. Like moldy. But, ah, whatever. All right. So um, what else we got? But, okay. So within our three van, three person van situation. Yes. Um, there is a little bit of overlap in the things that we do because we are all creating content. Um, yes. We have Steve, who is our videographer. And we still, both of us still make clips and there's just a lot of overlap in between the things that people do. And then it leads to being like, Oh, did you set up the time-lapse camera? Oh no, I didn't. I thought you did. So what we're going to do is create a checklist of each person's daily responsibilities. And then that will just be, and it's just simple because eventually we won't need it and it'll be dumb. And we'll be like, I can't believe we even wrote those things down. But for now, I think if we have a good checklist of the things that each of us have to do every day, It'll just lead to some clarity. And then if one of us is out, we know what things we need to cover. Yeah. No, I think that's, it is a super simple thing, but being that everyone works in such close proximity, it can easily be something that one person does one day, another person does it the next day. And uh, we want to 
we want to stop doing that. We want yeah. to, uh, we've talked about it before, like with giving Ant a more defined role and we want to try as best we can to have specific job responsibilities for each person so that we can be more productive. We don't spend time like, oh, are you going to do that? Do I need to do that? I don't know. Do you want to do that? Or maybe I should do it. So I think just setting up the expectations of the very simple things that we do day to day um, and just putting a little bit more structure. I feel like every time we get into a good structure, something gets thrown into the loop. Like right. Steve came along and mm-hmm. now we have three people in the van. I feel like we had a pretty good structure of, of what we were doing. Yeah. Uh, at least from a van perspective on a day-to-day basis. Then it was, you know, getting him integrated, getting him up to speed. And right. then it kind of changes everything. You need to reevaluate the delegation of tasks and just where each thing is going to fit in every day. Uh, because there are a lot of things that we just kind of like do on a whim that could be structured into like, okay, every day at this time, we're going to respond to emails. At this point every day, we're going to respond to comments and messages on social media. Like all those things can be planned a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So that's going to feel, that's going to feel good. Yeah. I think. Definitely. You think so? I hope so. <laughs> oh God, if it doesn't, then we're, I don't know. Then I guess that's just, that's just life. Yeah. Hopefully it calms the chaos of the van. You know what? You know what I bet it's going to do? I bet it's going to calm the chaos of the van. I think that it's going to lead to a very streamlined productivity. And then we're going to backfill that free time. Oh, we'll probably backfill that free time, but then things will change and we'll get to a point where we have to do it again. We have to reassess and reevaluate and plan again. You're saying these things are almost cyclical in nature. They're cyclical. They're very cyclical. And you know what they are? What? Sign of growth. Definitely. Yeah. New growth, new problems. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so I'm a lover of checklists. So in addition to making that checklist, I want to go back and revamp our checklist system for our jobs. Um, yeah, we created a very, another very simple checklist for our jobs that just has like each step of the job when the, what date we ordered it, what date it came. It's just very it's just a very basic checklist that we can have on why well, I have it at my desk, but yeah, that I can look at. And I know that these things have been done just easily and quickly. On yeah. my, it's at my fingertips. Um, but I think that we're at a stage now where we can get a little bit more in depth with that. We've gotten pretty good at the things that that was, that that was addressing. So I think that now yeah. it's time to re up that checklist, re up the job checklist and get a, get a fresh set of eyes on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then Lastly, I want to organize like not only my own personal computer, but our email systems. Um, we're kind of in each other's email a little bit. We share the info box. Yeah. Um, and I am I am an inbox zero type person, and Sean is an inbox twenty seven thousand nine hundred forty two person. <laughs> yeah, very specific number. Yes. <laughs> so I think that I think that we can just do some clearing out of the emails of the storage systems of the organization systems of content, just go through and kind of audit those. I think that's a great idea. Why don't I audit your email and we'll get you down to inbox zero and you can audit (laughs) mine and uh, work on that. I think that's very fair. Uh, (laughs) You know what I am? I'm kind of realizing a lot of it. It does feel like the past 
couple weeks, month, whatever, like it's been very chaotic. A lot of stuff's yeah. going on. It feels like it feels like there's a need to pin some things down mm-hmm. and put some processes behind it. But do you know what I think is causing that? What? The fact that we're flying through jobs. Yeah, that's true. We're flying through stuff. <laughs> like we're doing really good. Like jobs are just like so on that side of it, it's it's going really well. And I think those that's due to the things that we planned for six months ago. Like all those yeah. changes we made made the jobs go faster. <gasps> You're saying it's working? I'm saying it's, it's working. It's a sign of growth. It's a sign of growth. Amazing. But <laughs> now the jobs are going faster, so it's like all the things that we had to do are now just condensed into a little bit of a tighter window yeah. and some things get pushed aside, like uh, a little bit of organization, a yeah. little bit of like, you know, just where we're saving stuff on what hard drive, like all those things. It's a little bit more of like a scramble every day yeah. to like just keep up with what's going on. So it's, I think it's from, it's from growth. Yeah. So it's not, it's not, it's not all negative. Yeah. It's not negative at all. Actually. It's funny you say that because the, um, the job that we're currently on, for so long, I had been looking at that this current job as like, oh, that's so far in the future because not only were they at like the end of the list, the like yeah. this first list that we created, um, they were waiting on a pool install, so it was all the date was always kind of like TBD. It's it's the last on the list, but it's still like waiting yeah. on that. And now we're on that job, so I have been like, oh god, like <laughs> yeah, like what's the end of this? What's what's next? Yeah, what do we do? We have other jobs to do. We're not like you know. Yeah, we've added onto the list, but for so long that was my metric of like the end of the list, and it does feel like that was like the last bizarre. job that we sold as like a batch, in, yeah. right before we shut down, taking inquiries for like six or eight months or whatever, right. however long that period was. It was pretty long that we didn't do any inquiries, just waitlisted people. Mm-hmm. So this job has been on the books and planned for like a really long time, longer than any of the other ones, yep. and it did seem like such a far goalpost. Like I can't even like, we have so much to do before we even get to this project. <laughs> yeah. uh, the clients are like amazing. Yeah. They're like so cool. So nice. Uh, just so chill. And it's turning out awesome. It's going to be yeah. like, it's going to be super cool because it's also like uh, a little bit of an older house. So they had like an old deck, like mm-hmm. It's going to be a really good before picture. It's most of the jobs that we do are just like a completely blank slate. Like, yeah, it's a decent before picture because there's nothing there. This one's like, you know, we can. It's going to be nice. Yeah, big transformation. A true before and after picture. A true before and after. Because usually it's just like a. There's not even. There's, it's not it's even like a before. Nothing. It's yeah. a nothing to an after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that is exciting, and I think. Yeah. We we should step back a little bit and realize that these new problems we're having are because we solved old problems. Yeah. There's oh, always going to be new problems. think of it like that. Yeah. There's always going to be new problems. Always new problems. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was it that I had from my mind, body, and soul freshen up. Okay. I can't wait for this weekend. This is where I'm going to do most of this stuff. Well, I'll try to get as far as I can. Okay. Um, Great. It's yeah. exciting. Yeah. What do you think? Are you going to spring clean all your stuff too? This weekend? Yeah. I think I'm already, I'm, I already, already figured it out. Things? Yeah. <laughs> I'm already, uh, my things are already checked off. And I think uh, you said your cleaning ladies are coming to today. So your house is like going to be clean too. Yeah. But that's like, can we, can we, can we spend a minute talking about cleaning ladies? <laughs> cleaning ladies have been the bane of my, ex- you know, I think we should just say cleaning people. In my experience, it has always been ladies uh, that we have dealt with, yeah. but there is cleaning men. Yeah. I want to 
put that out there as a. My parents have a cleaning lady and man. It's a married couple. <laughs> That's so wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I can. That honestly sounds like the most torturous thing ever because the one thing that leads to the most fights is cleaning. <laughs> so, like, doing that as a job, like, that would not go well. That would be yeah. torture. Uh, but I'm sure it works out well for them. Yeah. They are. Um, not from this country. They are from Ukraine. And they okay. were, the the man was like, I want to say a dentist in the Ukraine. Yeah. And then he came here and he, you can't, I guess those things don't just like transfer or whatever. Yeah. So now he's their uh, house cleaner. Their house, they're cleaning houses. They do a great job. That's awesome. And they're so nice. That's great. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I've had, we've had cleaning people since, uh, since I was young. Yeah. And uh, not, that that sounds like I was born like rich or something. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, <laughs> so we were actually in like, your mouth. We get it. <laughs> we were actually like pretty poor, but like my mom's friend was like a cleaning lady, so Betty always came every couple weeks or whatever. And it, it just always it was the worst thing. Like oh, Betty's coming tomorrow. You got to clean up. I'm like why? <laughs> She's the one that's supposed to clean. Right. Why do I have to clean for her? <laughs> you know, it's like straightening things up. I I've just always hated it. Yeah. And now it's like every other Friday or Thursday night or Friday morning, like, oh, you got to find a place for all that stuff because the cleaning ladies are coming. I'm like, <laughs> this is supposed to like take stress off of our plates and yeah. it's just adding a ridiculous amount of stress. I mean, not ridiculous might be a little <laughs> bit of, a, of an overstatement, but I guess it's more of a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. So I've always been the type, uh, definitely as a kid, to just like shove everything into the closet. You yeah. know, and like have to put all your weight on on mm -hmm. the closet door mm -hmm. to make it mm -hmm. shut. Yep, yep, yep. And a uh, little bit of that now, but I'm trying to I'm trying to make some some roadways with that. What is what is that? Trying to make some some headway. I guess yeah. Whatever you sure. get the idea. Yeah, I'm trying to make some progress there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I wish I, I just can't. I want a cleaning person so bad, but I can't. All these dogs and stuff, and I'm worried they're going to be like in the way. But I would love someone to just vacuum the dog hair in my house. That would be delightful. They have services for that. That's what I was just it's talking about. Person? It's a cleaning person, yeah. <laughs> and I look uh, into that. <laughs> they're they're great. I think they're all just like really good with animals because we've had oh. two different cleaning crews, and they're both great with Ziggy. And you know, yeah. Ziggy, he's like a little nuts. He's, he's a, a little, little can in that one. He's a little unpredictable, <laughs> uh, especially with people coming in and out of the door. Yeah, and they're fine with them. Yeah. They're totally fine with them. Your your dogs are so docile. My dogs are so docile, but they like to just follow. They're followers. Yeah. And they can't, like, especially my one dog, Mookie, he's so old. Yeah. He, like, can't go up the stairs anymore. He falls. Mm. That old man falls now. And mm. I'm worried that that would be, like... He'd try to follow them. Yeah, and then, and then they'd be, like, they'd have, like, a vacuum in their hand. Or it would, in my brain, yeah. it just leads to some sort of chaos, and I can't... Okay. I'll just do it myself. Anyway. All right, great. Well, that'll be part of your spring cleaning. And uh, I guess I'll do a little tidy up around the house. I'll yeah. uh, I'll, I'll refresh, get back to uh, hamper zero. Oh, that's a good metric. Yeah. Hamper zero. The hamper zero is, <laughs> I was living hamper zero for a couple weeks. Yeah. It feels amazing. Yeah. I've spent, I would say, more than 50% of my life, like waking up in the morning and being like, what do I even have? <laughs> what is clean? don't know if this is dirty or clean because they've now become mixed. <laughs> I've spent so much of my life living in that state that yeah. uh, when you wake up and you're like, especially in the winter when you're like, okay, I don't have to like scavenge to find yeah. warm clothing. It's like, oh, here are my undergarments, my under armor and my mm -hmm. Columbia, you know, whatever they call those, 
to sort of tight under long johns long john-esque yeah. they have like a silver lining inside for mm. heat reflection i don't think that works but uh <laughs> it's such a good feeling so yeah. i would like to get back to that that's on my list great. that's gonna be on my list that's so great we'll see how that goes and maybe clean out my truck that would be great that would be great it's a mess or you just let tom borrow it he cleans know, it out for that's you. the best <laughs> i know i love letting tom borrow my truck even if he just like goes to pick something up yeah he'll like you know he'll, pull he'll up next to the trash can yeah. at at Lowe's or something, they're all the loose <laughs> cans in the in the trash can, which is great. So, uh, all right, yeah, yeah. All enough right, well, on enough on that. I think so. Yeah, and I hope everybody else does a little spring refresh. It's so exciting! It's so exciting! Yeah, it's so exciting. All right, so you want to move to the power of saying no? No. Oh, okay. See what Sorry. I did there? <laughs> See what I did there? You got me. Oh, just classic hijinks. Uh, what do we got time-wise? Where, where are we at here? We got 20 minutes left. We just got 20 minutes left? 20 okay. 20 minutes. Good, because I got a lot to say. <laughs> I got so much to say. All right. This has been one of the core tenets of my life and my business is doing the things that I want to do that get me excited. Yep. And... What's your motto? My motto is, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. There you go. And, you know, as you progress in business and, you know, you bring more people on and, and things just get like more busy, sometimes that can get clouded a little bit and you need to remind yourself or have people remind you that you need to stick to one of those core things like the ability to say no and... We've, we've really built our business on saying no, not on saying yes. We've said no to 10 times more things than we've said yes to. Mm-hmm. And I think it's put us in a great position where we are the masters of our own destiny. Yeah. We get to choose the path. We're not victims of our own decisions. Yeah. We are the chancellors of the decisions that we make. That's very interesting. Because Kind of like a bit of a ramble. It was, yeah, but like, I feel like so we'll say certain things about like the way that we have things set up or like, I always feel bad like bragging about, not bragging, but saying anything about like, oh yeah, we're booked out for a year or anything like that. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, well, that's not like everybody's goal. Goal. Well, not that it's not everybody's goal, but it's kind of like, that's not everybody's situation. I feel very privileged saying like, oh, we don't have to worry about, um, like seeking business because we have a year wait list. Yeah. But that's not really, it's because of the decisions that we've made to get to that point. Yeah. You know it's not I mean? like it was, it's not like we were like, here is your one year wait list yes. bestowed upon you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, chosen so, one. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that it was, it's a, a culmination of really hard decisions that lead you to the place that you want to go. Yeah. And I think that's, that's, it's not fully where we want to be, but I think the things that I've said no to along the way have catapulted us to where we are today 10 times faster than we would have ever gotten if we were just saying yes to everything. And I think so many people, they're scared to say no and they don't realize that no matter what, if you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Yeah. You know, so it's, you can't say yes to everything by saying yes to something, you've committed yourself to one thing. And now if another opportunity comes up, you can't say yes to that because now you're committed. And 
it comes up a lot when people want to break away from just cookie cutter stuff. That's probably the most common thing people talk to me about. Like I'm trying to break free of that cookie cutter stuff. I want to do these custom cool spaces. And how do I do that? You have to say no to the cookie cutter jobs. Yeah. And people will say, well, I don't have people calling me for the super custom stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah, they weren't calling me for it either. I had to sit there and be like, okay, I don't have work today because I said no to this job. I need to really figure out a way to sell this thing I want to do. There's a lot of pressure on me. If I was just out there like, yeah, I want to do the custom stuff, but right now all I have is this 12 by 12 deck, I would never get to that point where there is pressure on me to figure it out and get to where I want to go because people just kind of wait around for these opportunities to present themselves. And like, eventually, it, you know, somebody will just say, Hey, I want to do something really cool. Like people don't just really say that. Yeah. They say that to people that have already done really cool stuff. Like you have to build it and then they will come field of dreams. Build it. And then they will come. Yeah. 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 That was my, that was always my theory on it. And a lot of that was from saying no. And I think we've gotten to a point where we're reaping a lot of the rewards of that, Mm -hmm. but it just presents a whole new slew of things that are enticing enough that you want to kind of say yes to it, but you have to reevaluate like, what is this going to do for me, my business, my life? And where's this going to take me? Is it going to take me to a place that I'm deciding I want to go? Or is it just like, that sounds fun. I'll hitch a ride along and we'll see where we end up. I never want to be in that position. I want to be in a position where we have set the end vision and we're making decisions, whether it's things that we're creating or or opportunities that are presented to us. We want to make sure that it's a part of the journey to get to this place that we have decided. We don't want to just like say yes to things and then a couple of years from now just be like, oh, where are we? Well, I guess we're here or whatever. Yeah. You know, you want to be the captain of your own ship. Yeah. Boating reference. Love that. To put it in words that you could, you know, you get. I thought you meant rocket ship. We talk about rocket ships a we lot. We do talk about rocket ships a lot, <laughs> but uh, what do you think about all that? Um, I love it. And I think that, uh, I think that people fall into that trap a lot of just like, you see someone, you compare yourself to someone else. You see someone else in a vastly different situation than you. And you just assume that like not, you don't assume that they were handed that, but they, you don't see all the things that they had to do to get to that point. Yeah. You assume they had a different set of circumstances. To, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you kind of just wait for things to come to you because those things came to that other person. That's yeah. how they got to where they are. So I think it's good to like be in the mindset of trying to seek those things out and saying no to anything that's not those things. Yeah. Or maybe just not posting about those things that you have to do to get to that other point, but yeah. Or not promoting it, posting, promoting, whatever. Um, but yeah, I think that that's, that's, not only like in this business, but I think that that's just in life. Yeah, definitely. Things don't just come to you no matter what. You yeah. might think they do. You might think just like someone's going to come up on the street and be like, wow, I'm going to give you a Lamborghini. That doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Mr. Beast does that sometimes. I know, but that's that doesn't happen. It's rare. It's rare, I would it's say. Rare. It's rare. Okay. So don't hold out hope for that. Yeah. Um, I think that, I think it's important that people take command of what decisions they're making and ultimately realize that 
it's on them. Mm-hmm. Like you are the one that is making the decisions in your life and everything good or bad can be tied back to you and the decisions that you make. So mm-hmm. make sure that you're saying no to the things that don't take you to where you want to go. Yeah. If it's not a stepping stone to get to that place that you have set as like your goal or just even the next step, um, you need to have the, I guess the, the courage to say no. Sometimes it's scary to say no to something that like you're not sure you don't have the thing to say yes to yet. Mm. So you're saying no to something when there's not another thing. It's not like this or that. It's like a, I have to say no to this and there's not this yes thing yet. Yeah. I need to create this yes thing. Yeah. But I always felt like put yourself in the position where you have to make it happen. So that's what I always tried to do. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew what I didn't want to do. And if you say yes to the things that you don't want to do, you're going to be busy doing those things and it's going to make you less hungry to get that thing that you want. So uh, put yourself in a position where you got no other option but to make it work. Yeah. Make it happen, Cap'n. And don't get distracted by those like shiny off-brand versions of what you want. Shiny objects? Shiny objects. Yeah. That might look like, oh, this isn't quite what I want, but I can make it work, you know? Yeah. I feel like those can be very incredibly distracting. And those come along Yeah. on your way to the thing that, on onto the way, they come along on the way to your yes. Yes. To test you. I agree. It's like what Warren Buffett said. The key to success is write down the 25 things that are the most important things yeah. to you in your life. Spend all of your resources chasing the top three and actively staying away from the bottom 22 of them. Yeah. Because those are things that are like enticing enough mm-hmm. that will distract you, but it's not going to get you towards those like top three things that you really want in your life. So yeah, um, those are the things that'll, that'll really, that are the hardest to say no to because it's like a, it's like, yeah, this is sort of important to me. I like, this is enticing. Yeah. This seems like a really cool opportunity, but Ultimately, you can't chase 25 different things. You have to prioritize and dial in what you want out of out of your life, really. I feel like this is more of a life talk. Yeah. You know, so uh, it works in business. It works in life. And you have to you have to know where you want to go. Maybe not ultimately, but you need to know in the short term or medium term, like what that next step is that you want to achieve or what that version of your life looks like. Yeah. That's just my thought on it. What do you think? I think you did a great job at articulating that. Thank you so much. Do appreciate that. Uh, You got anything to add to that? I don't think so. I think you summed it up pretty good. That's it? And it's also time for our secret questions. It is? How long was I just rambling? (laughs) 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, I guess that's kind of all I had on it. That's it? That's. I think that's kind of all I had on uh, saying no. It's not a hell yes. It's a no. Love it. So, something to think about. Something about. Okay. All right. What uh, what do we got for a secret question? Because I asked the last one. It is your turn. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, this is time for it. You've met your long and healthy uh, demise. After what? <laughs> I was I'm, trying to word that in. I was going to say you've met your demise, but I meant after like a long and healthy life. Okay. You had a long, healthy life and then you died. died. Of na- naturally died of old age. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
thank you. You got to plan your funeral. Yeah, your funeral. Your funeral. You got to plan your funeral. You got <laughs> Okay. I'm dead, though, in this scenario. Yeah, but you thought about it beforehand. Okay. All right. What's on the playlist? Yeah. Where are you going? Where I'm going in the ground, <laughs> I guess. Uh, what do you mean, where am I going? Where's the... Are you getting, you know, what's, what's happening to you? Oh, like, yeah, you are. T- I thought you meant, like, where's the party going to be held? Oh, you can say that, too. Okay. If you want. Uh... This is a great question. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what? One thing I did actually want to talk about with the one more thing I wanted to add to okay. the the thing. As always, take it with a grain of salt. All of this this uh, stuff that are my theories might come from like a, a feeling that I need to like control things. So okay. uh, take that with a grain of salt. Maybe that doesn't... Maybe you want to just like kind of go with the flow and see where life takes you. There's nothing wrong with that, but... Uh, it's not my outlook, so. Thank you for that disclaimer. You're you're very welcome. So, uh, all right, back to my death. Uh, <laughs> what's on the playlist? I think uh, I would want to go with something that is. I don't want it to be sad. I don't want it to be sad. Okay. But I also don't want it to be like happy. Like some people are like, yeah, throw a party, like, you know, yeah. and just be like playing like You want to be propped up EDM, in the corner with some sunglasses on. Like that rapper and that <laughs> Did you see that? I I, I think don't, I showed you. He was yeah, propped up yeah, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. like a club and he had sunglasses yes, on. Yeah, yeah. And it was like his dead body and they were like, <laughs> you know, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um kind of like a health issue, I think. Like a not his health because he was <laughs> He was expired, but oh, like a health violation. Yeah, like a health like violation. A, yeah, <laughs> like you know, this is like a place to probably serve food as well. Like oh, you can't be having bodies just propped up. Anyway, yeah, I don't want it to be too board. too happy, but okay. I want it to be like a a good moment for people getting together, celebrating to an extent. So I'm thinking something like Journey. Yeah, something like Journey, something familiar. It has like a little bit of like maybe like a spiritual connotation. Okay. Wheel in the sky keeps turning. Okay. Now I'm in that wheel. I am a spoke <laughs> in that keep wheel. Keep on turning. Yep. And I'm keep on turning. Okay. Uh, you know, so I don't want like EDM, like you know, rave music, but I that I want something that is uplifting, powerful. You know, in a certain way, maybe a little spiritual, like the wheel in the sky. Yeah. And don't stop believing. Don't stop. Don't stop believing. Uh, and everybody knows it, you know, and then, yeah. you know, that that's kind of what I'm thinking. I want to, when I'm dead, what happens to my body is I want to just be put in the ground. No clothes, no casket, nothing. <laughs> okay. Hole, body, put my body in the hole. Interesting. Cover me up. I feel like that leads to, um, like, at some point, someone buys that land, they want to put in a pool. They actually didn't. They might dig your bones up. And then they have to do like a... Uh, Make sure it wasn't a murder? Yeah. Then well, there's some sort of investigation around it. That, none of that. that's my problem. <laughs> none of that's my problem at all. Uh, I will be dead. Okay. But nothing weirds me out more than just rotting inside <laughs> of a really nice box. Yeah. Like that's just so disturbing to me. Yeah. It's always been so weird. So like if anything, maybe a wooden box. I'll do a yeah. wooden box. Like a shipping crate. I would do that. Okay. But I do like not. Like some pallet? Like yeah, repurpose like pallet. a pallet? Exactly. Okay. That I'm okay with, but like. Get 60 bucks for those. Or 30 bucks. Yeah, when you return them, yeah. So <laughs> this is not a bad, not a bad, uh, you know, thing to go out yeah. in. 
But uh, talking about their, like, I feel like they're going to run out of room. You look at these cemeteries. They're so big. Yeah, right? Like, That's what I'm kind of thinking, At a certain too. point, we're going to run out of room, right? Yeah. That's a good point. Or just like toss me into the ocean. I just want to go back to the earth. Yeah. Uh, in the most quickly, in the most quick way possible. I don't want to be, I just don't want to decompose inside of a box. Yeah. And I'm not sure I want to be cremated because that just, I feel like, are they doing, are they doing batch cremations where like, are they mixing all the ashes together and like you're getting some of my ashes, some of somebody else's ashes. You know, that just seems a little bizarre to me. Yeah, that does seem a little bizarre. And I'm sure like the chances of you like still being alive are like pretty slim. But like, what if you're just in a really deep sleep and then they sh- shove you into an incinerator? Don't That's know true. if I want that. Yeah. So you do run that risk. Imagine but I mean, if you're in a box at in a the... cremation place. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I guess never somebody... even thought about that. That's pretty sad. Yeah. When I worked at an animal I feel like this might be getting a little too dark. Yeah. I worked at an animal shelter and they had like a cremation thing for the dogs, but eventually I had to stop using it because it got so expensive. And I was like, I don't understand why this is expensive, but that's what they kept saying. To run it? Yeah. Oof. All right. Anyway. All right. So too what, dark. what do you Sorry. got? What do you got on your, uh, what, what's, um, what's your playlist? My playlist. Okay. Um, so I would say I have a pretty varied taste in music. I like a lot of, a little bit of everything. Okay. And I would like my playlist to reflect that. Okay. So I would love like some Celine Dion ballads. Okay. Um, because they're beautiful and amazing and they might touch on the heartstrings a little. My heart will go on. Yeah, sure. Is that her song? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like sprinkle some of that in. Sprinkle some like, uh, I love Incubus. Sprinkle some of that in. Okay. Um, Maybe some old timey. I probably wouldn't go Journey, but maybe some classic rock like the Eagles. I love the Eagles. Okay. Uh, James Taylor. Go Birds. Go Birds. Yeah. Got to put James Taylor, Bonnie Raitt in there. Those are two of my <laughs> my go tos. Okay. Uh, so I just wanted to be varied, just a little okay. bit of everything. I think my my main thing is I want it at some point. You know, maybe like everyone's like arm in arm. Okay. You know. Yeah. And they're singing along to something. That would be a beautiful moment. As my body is suspended from the ceiling or something <laughs> before I just get thrown or into the earth. Or you, this whole time you were in the rafters and then they put you <gasps> down as some sort of like angel situation. I was alive the whole time. <laughs> it's your moment. Yeah. I see the people that didn't show up. People that weren't saying. <laughs> anyway. All right. We'll have to fake your death to, to see, see how, how this works out. out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. uh. I think that's morbid enough for today. What do you think? <laughs> I think that that was a great way to end this. Uh, I feel like I need some mental spring cleaning after talking about that, yeah. my own death. So, this all came uh, around because I needed some mental spring cleaning and I I've clearly haven't gotten those cobwebs out you yet. You have not. Definitely not. So, I'll get back uh, to it next week. Next week, it's going to be a whole <laughs> new crew of people and we'll see if I run that 11 miles tonight. You will. I believe in you. Thank you. Just be careful about what you eat. Because if you eat something crazy at dinner, it'll be dark. Be so I can, around. <laughs> yeah, I can do a pit stop behind a tree or something. Nobody will see me. Uh, anyway. Horrible. Okay. Anyway. Till next time, this has been the hardworking happy hour. See you next week.